Hello and welcome to the Odds Checker Betting Show, sponsored by Unibet. This is your Punchestown Day 5 preview, the Saturday at Punchestown Festival. And I'm your host, George Ellick. I'm delighted to be joined by Johnny Ward very early. I've, I've, I've got him out of bed early. He's not happy about it. It's it's first thing Friday morning. Uh, apart from being very tired, Johnny. And you've got another bad luck, a uh, hard luck story with punting yesterday as well. Yeah, I uh, I did tip up Indy Bell, but um, I decided yeah just to take a day off punting. Um, so I kind of just watched it on the couch. It was a long, long day on uh, Wednesday at Punchestown. I just um, met some random race goers, had great fun. Um, and yeah, it kind of continued on into the Man City Arsenal game. Had a bet on Man City, which was actually one of the better bets I had uh, throughout the day. And um, yeah, at my age now, hangovers, they take a lot more than 24 hours. So uh, you'll, you'll know all about it when you hit 40, George. <laughs> I mean, hitting 30 has been bad enough. Um, and then also adding to that, having a, when, you know, if you ever have a baby, Johnny, you'll learn all about hangovers with a baby, which is something to, to look forward to. Um, with, um, yeah, I mean, you texted me about half an hour before the race, basically t- telling me to get on. And then uh, not only did, did it win, um, but it, you know, you tipped up top four and it won. And I said, surely, surely you backed it this time. If you've taken the time to message me about it. No, not the case. Yeah, uh, it's the same with fast or slow on um, on day two. Yeah, so um, I think it's time to move on from this conversation, really. Yes, not making your hangover <laughs> any better. Um, the great people at Unibet have a, uh, a brilliant offer for new customers only. It's a welcome offer. Money back up to £40 if your first racing bet loses, plus a £10 casino bonus. Click on the link in the description and you can sign up for a new account if you haven't already got one. And you can make the most of that fantastic welcome offer. Um, but this is the Saturday preview. As is the case, um, you know, the in my mind uh, and I think it's probably unarguable that the racing on Saturday is is the worst of the week Punchestown there's some good stuff over at Sandown um, but so for that reason we don't have that many uh, races that are priced up um, the, the 235 being the first of those it's a cross country chase Unibet are paying an extra place in that uh, on five races on the day they're paying an extra place um, so do keep your, 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 your eyes peeled for those so it's a, a fifth or four for this one um, any view on the on the cross country, Johnny? Yeah, I think it's it's worth having a small bit here on go another one. Um, who essentially we haven't seen since running that punch down last year behind Ballyboker Bridge in the Latouche Cup. Um, when the saddle slipped on that occasion and he was sent off seven to two favourite, and I you know John McConnell's had a really good season, George. It's been a, kind of almost like a not a breakthrough season, a really seminal season for him with these flat hand jumps horses. And uh, this horse was a good horse as well in terms of a conventional national hunt career. Um, very, very solid horse as well. Generally tends to give his running. Um, I'm not sure why he hasn't been seen since last year. He's now an 11-year-old, but on the peak of his form, he'd have far more class than um, you know the majority of these. And I, I just think the fact that he return, returns to this race at this stage of the season would suggest that he will be ready to run well. And uh, Ben Harvey would claim five on him, who actually rode him last year. when, he, For much of the race, he shaped quite well. And obviously, you do kind of want horses who... Uh, you know, do take to this course. But I, I think it was more a case of, um, you know, he didn't have an awful lot of experience of the, the banks and he didn't shape too badly in fairness. And as I say, he would have loads of class. His age wouldn't be a, a barrier at all in this race. And um, yeah, it'd be a small stakes event. But I, I, I think he's more than capable of running very well. Note uh, Stealthy Tom as well. He's going to turn up after being just touched off by Vital Island here, what was yesterday. Um, but this would be, in theory, should be a good bit tougher. 
yeah, go another one. Uh, the selection there for Johnny uh, in the in the first. Uh, in the second, we've got the handicap chase um, over nearly four miles, three miles, seven furlongs, uh, the 310. Again, no prices here as it stands, but again, Unibet paying an extra place. Who should the guys look to, to use that extra place on uh, if in each way selection for you? Yeah, and these races, like kind of high-class handicap chases, wouldn't be... Um, I'm not really a massive fan of them in general. I think in terms of betting, you, you don't tend to have that many horses with anything in hand. And this race kind of follows that. Punchestown on the Saturday, as you mentioned, it is for me, it's the toughest day. It's become the most popular day for race scores. It's become a, a family day, but it's a tough punting day. And um, especially if you've had a long week, like it might be kind of one just to keep your powder a little bit drier. Um, but in, in terms of this race, I do kind of like Velvet Elvis, the top horse, who obviously ran in the entry national. It's interesting. He was only sent off 25 to 1 in the national which in a 40-runner race um, with a fairly well-fancied cut, like three or four in the market, he wasn't set off that big of a price. And go back to his run in Ferry House uh, in February when he beat Manila Crooner and Augusta Gold. Um, Milan Natives in that race who reopposes. That was a very good performance. And Manila Crooner, as much as he's a somewhat frustrating horse, he's a very good horse in his day. And he stayed on very well to win on that occasion. He didn't follow that up. When I, I don't think he was really enjoying dropping back to two and a half miles at Navin when he was second to any second now, who obviously flopped in the national but in fairness is a good yardstick he's only a seven-year-old as well so he'd be one of the younger horses in this race and um it looks definitely significant that if you send the horse over to entry the fact that he turns out again uh, would suggest for a race that doesn't have a massive pot 29 and a half grand you'd, you'd think that tom gibney must be very happy with them because um it's nothing like the national in fairness and it was only two weeks ago so the fact he's turned out again is quite significant i think he has some upside he'll probably uh, be one of those horses who's ridden quite forward in the race uh, along with the likes of my design stay out of trouble um and uh, yeah i think the 16 runners if they t- if they participate which is far from guaranteed you'll have your four each way places it's mentioned down at the bottom as well emancipator is quite an interesting horse he's gone up from uh, a mark in the 80s to now 119 and continues to improve um another horse to consider as well but right at the other end of the handicap i do like velvet elvis i think he's capable of winning this Velvet Elvis, the one for Johnny, and also it's five places, not four, because you get the extra place. So Lovely. Uh, Velvet Elvis, the selection there for Johnny. Uh, we have prices in the 350. Uh, the Mayor's Champion Hurdle, where uh, Love Envoy, Love Envoy is 15 to eight. Echoes and Rain and Queensbrook both four to one. Epiton, uh, six to one. Brandy Love just a bit short in Epiton at five to one. Um, she wears it well, 16 to one. Anna Benina, 18 to one. Um, first kind of high class racing. First grade one on the cards, Johnny here. Um, how do you see this? Yeah, it's uh, quite anomalous here, really, that we have um, the Mayor's Race in Ireland, which actually has gone to the Raiders in recent years. Marie's Rock won it last year, and I think it's I think there's a great chance it's going to go to the Raiders again this year. We have uh, Epitant, who was third in the race last year. Obviously, Echoes in Rain, who has been, you know, between flattened and jumps races, she's been running very well. I still think she's a horse who sort of needs everything to fall right. I know some people think that um, she would have won at Fairy House when we go back to the uh, Hatton's Grace back earlier in the season when Bunny Suckler suffered her first defeat. Um, she fell on that occasion. I, I'm not so sure she would have won. She was very good at Nays. Then at Cheltenham, she didn't didn't necessarily find a lot behind Honeysuckle, which isn't isn't unlike her. Um, and I really do like Love Envoy here. I think her performance behind Honeysuckle was outstanding. You've got to remember, maybe 100 yards to 
a furlong out. Um, Love Envoy kind of had her measure. Queen's Book was back in third. Brandy Love was back in fifth. Now, I do think Brandy Love is capable of getting closer. She was probably ridden with a bit of exaggerated sort of patience at Cheltenham, but given the way that she hangs in her races, she really should have thrived at Cheltenham. And going back um, right-handed here, I don't really see why she should reverse the form. And Love Envoy, I mean, what can you say about her? She's been so solid. The one concern is that she was smashed by Brandy Love at Fairy House last year, but I think that was a career best from her, really, at, at um, Cheltenham. She battled all the way to the line. Straight away after the race, Harry Foy was saying this is the race that uh, she's going for. Obviously, Johnny Burke doesn't ride today, but Danny Mullins um, isn't a bad replacement at all. Uh, I, I just think she's been a little bit underestimated in the market because, you know, on that form, she, sent, she simply should win this. And as I say, Brandy Love, really, everything about her, she should be better going the other way and uh, she she has outstanding form claims she's rated 152 which is ahead of everything else she almost always seems to give a run and she's actually um for me she's a raider that uh, i'd be all over this week and she was one of the bets i put up in the odd checker antipost column um i think she's a massive massive chance and really should win on then to the 425 uh where unibet are paying an extra place and ramirez um at the moment this is in market prices unibet not quite out yet so do check the unibet site for their prices, but Ramil is, is the seven and two favourite. Dranmi six to one. Darvis Star thirteen to two. Phlegmatic seven to one. Champagne Gold and Brideswell Lad eight to one. Percy Warner ten to one. Bally Keel twelve to one. Fire Attack fourteen. Same price as Scaria ten. Sam Brown and must be obeyed. Deal Kerr twenty five to one. Snugsborough Benny forty to one. Johnny. Yeah, another tough race. Uh, Ramili's, you know, it's it's hard to believe he was actually running in a maiden hurdle literally just over a year ago. Uh, then went on to Cheltenham where he was, um, and a punch down where he probably just wasn't good enough. Um, to be fair, he's been good over fence speed, tending at hurdles. Then that form behind the Devils coachman, Grandero Bello was a horse that um, I strongly tipped uh, to uh, run well on the Friday. So we don't know how that's gotten on at the time of recording. The Devils coachman is a very good horse. Um, that was obviously quite a controversial race at Nace. It was uh, Paul Townend and Brian Cooper involved in the finish. Um, Ramilly's probably rightly was thrown out into seconds um, because of interference at the last. And Brian Cooper got away with the, one of his last winners, actually. But it was still a very good performance. He then rocked up at Cheltenham and disappointed. Um, but he's come back here in a race that, to me, is, is quite... Uh, it's, again, it's kind of hard to be that confident. A lot of these horses disappointed, pulled up or unseated or fell going into uh, this race in their last race. Um, you know, if you look at the Gordon Elliott runners, Gordon's had a very quiet week. He is strongly represented here. But Romilly's looks... Um, you know, Paul Townend doesn't ride in the race, but... He is quite solid um, if he can get over that Cheltenham run. He's very, very likely raced, only an eight-year-old. He does stay very well. He's won at the track. Um, again, he's a horse that's, you know, for, for his inexperience, he does jump quite well. There might be a little bit of juice in his mark. It's just a race in which it's so hard to be confident about many of them. Um, he's a tentative pick, and as you say, the each-way angle in the race isn't too bad either, but I wouldn't be having a high stake in it. Tentative selection uh, only there um, in the 4.25, but onto the 5 o'clock. The four-year-old hurdle over two miles, and Lossy Mouth is the eight to eleven favourite ahead of Carla Marceau at seven to two. Uh, Zarak the Brave four to one, Enjoy the Dream nine to one, Nasrit fourteen to one, Sinsa fifties, Yorona eighty to one, two hundred to one, uh, Jasper Kevin, and it feels like we've finally got dead eight runners. <laughs> so many of these punchdown races over the week have been seven runner affairs. Finally, we ask each way thieves can try and find an angle. Yeah, this is all about the thievery because I'm just looking at like three of these horses are going to be probably 50s or bigger. Um, 
you have an odds on favourite, so that leaves sort of the other half of the fields to pick uh, an each way selection. And um, I think there's a lovely each way makeup to this race. Knows it's a horse I'd respect, um, but he is held by Blood Destiny, obviously on Fairy House form. He skipped Shelton, so he comes here fresh. Like Lossy Mouth should win. And um, as a general rule, I'm not mad on backing odds on shots at Punchestown. We've had a long ish season. Um, so she obviously should win, but I think there's an obvious each way angle here, and that is enjoy the dream. Um I, I was one of the randomers that I met and spent the day with on Wednesday from Limerick. Uh spoke to Darren Keith during the week. <laughs> yeah, a lot of randomers. Um, but Darrow Keefe was very sweet and enjoyed the dream. And I, I think this horse's story has been great. He came in uh to um Andrew McNamara's yard, um, somewhat unheard that Andrew McNamara wouldn't have that many horses. Master Craftsman, Philly, who came from um, Germany, and she ran a very nice race behind Simba Le Marine at Gorham, but she was sent off 33, still behind Blood Destiny in the grade two, subsequently at Fairy House. And really, George, you look at that race, Blood Destiny, who obviously, he had a little bit of a... Um, a proviso after Cheltenham, but I think he bounced back to form. Um, Gust of Wind was only 5-2 to two, uh, in third. Sir Allen, who obviously was well-fancied and very unlucky, really, in the Fred Winter, was fourth. And Cougar, who admittedly has been coming a bit disappointed, was very good early in the season, so it was a good race. And she really ended up winning going away. You know, she was a big price, but there was no fluke at all about it. She's a lot of pace, this horse. Um, she jumps and travels well. Uh, I think if she were with another trainer, she'd be far, far shorter than this because slamming Blood Destiny, who seemed to return to form, uh, I know Andy really fancied Blood Destiny in the triumph and he disappointed, but that's exceptional form. She's still very, very likely raised. She's coming here relatively fresh and I think she's a monster, monster each way value. I'd be really disappointed uh, if she weren't in the first three anyway. And uh, let's just hope these each way tees can uh, rob something here and we do have the eight dead runners because she's probably at the price of the better of the day for me. Yeah, I'm sure our friends at Unibet are delighted um, with, our, with our selection there. Uh, the each way feedery, though, um, always the way to play these dead eight runners with odds on favourite and enjoying the dream at nine to one gives us that opportunity, a decent return, running into a place and maybe a chance of upsetting the odds on favourite. Um, 5.30 now, three more races on the card. We've got the uh, handicap hurdle over two miles and three. Um, and Seddon and an epic song are the 11 to two joint favourites with Risk Bell 13 to two. Nine to one, Horizonto Dairy, uh, Tax for Max and Green Glory. Haya uh, is uh, 10 to one, 11 to one, Deshanta, uh, 12 to one, uh, Joya Marceau, sorry, Joya Michin and Galore um, de Sance and Bally Adam, uh, 14 to one, bar those. Yeah, again, uh, fiendishly competitive. Risk Bells, Monbeg Park form, that's gonna, you're going to have a better idea of that when you listen to this after race and maybe on the Friday. For a four-year-old filly, that run at Fairy House was really exceptional. She has gotten seven pounds, um, but you'd have to respect her. She's going to probably go off something like second or third favourite. Green Glory, there was a bit of word for that horse early in the week that he was going to be laid out for this. Um, I mean, so many of these horses in with the chance. Tax for Max would be good enough to win. Um, Haya as well, who obviously Paul Townend is riding, and then it's what unites us. Danny Gilligan came the seven. I think he's outstanding value. And to be fair to it's what unites us. Um, earlier on the season, he looked very good, particularly that uh, performance beating Karen Funnock, but maybe a little bit disappointed in the last day. An epic song. I wonder, will the ground be quite soft enough for an epic song? Martin Brassel obviously having a very good week. Even the top wave winter fog, George, as much as he was a little bit disappointed at Cheltenham, the way he won at, at Leopardstown, and he's not that long with William Mullins, I certainly wouldn't be 
distant him and Kieran Callan claiming seven. But I am going to go with uh, seven here. Another horse trained by John McConnell. Um, just I, I don't generally like horses that are going back from fences uh, over hurdles. This horse looks so well handicapped. And since he's joined John McConnell, third to Nibiru, first him out. And then has won three races on the bounce very, very easily. One of them over hurdles at Cheltenham back in October. He then switched his attention to fences when he um, he bolted up at Leopardstown um, at uh, Christmas. And then was quite well fancy despite being a 20 to 1 shot um, at Cheltenham. And he was running off for 143 that day in the in the handicap. And again, travelled really well, bolted up. Now he's gone back over hurdles off 134. He just so he looks so well handicapped, um, and he jumps hurdles fine. If he gets into a rhythm, really theoretically, he has to go very very close here, and uh, it just looks like a good race for him to go to. If you're trying to exploit his hurdle mark, why not go for a hundred grand race? Um, sponsored um, by by a bookmaker as well. So this is a race I think that made sense. Where he goes over fences next, I don't know because his mark has gone so high. He might have to go into graded company, but given how likely a race he is for John McConnell, I think I think he probably is the horse to beat here. Often when um, we do these shows and the tips up a horse, and as we're talking, it goes blue and odds checker and is clipped in, and we always say they must have bugs in the office. Same thing's happened to you, Johnny. So you got to check the uh, you know check the wiretaps into nine to two as we speak uh, with Unibet Seddon um, there. So um, they're clocking on. And probably that suggests that we may not be getting any uh, any bigger than 92 come uh, Saturday afternoon. But setting the selection there to to follow up that chase success with the hurdle win um, here. Um, no prices in the last two. We've got the bumper in the uh, 605 and uh, a charity race to finish up. Um, anything to flag up here before we let you get back to bed? Yeah, um, a very inspiring podcast uh, this morning, but I hope you've had a good punch down. I think it's been a good week, to be fair, and some of the bumpers have been, um, I, I, you know, there are a lot of bumpers at punch down, but to be fair, there have been some very nice performances. Walk the Warriors horse, Walk the Warrior here in the in the Lawless Hotel, Nace bumper, very, very interesting horse, brother to um, Churchstone Warrior, uh, definitely a horse to keep an eye on by Walk in the Park, um, and loads of these have very interesting pedigrees. Rainbow Trail as well for Gordon Elliott, uh, coming from the point-to-point field, very interesting. And uh, keep an eye out for Roadstone. Um, another horse, Gold in the Mountains, for Pat Doyle by Almanzor, who I actually can't remember any uh, National Hunt horse by Almanzor nor, nor Bumper horse at this stage, but very interesting pedigree. And then obviously onto the charity race, which uh, we might remember Moscow Flyer winning in some years ago. But um, very small stakes. Keep an eye out for Cartier's in that. Um, and obviously... Um, Cafe Con Leche as well, it was very disappointing the last day, but couldn't really put a bet on in either of those two races. The bumper, there's far too many newcomers, don't have prices and all that, but there's plenty of six six races before that. I think the, the best bet's probably in the second half of the card, so enjoy whatever you're on, and uh, I'll be on the TV uh, on Sunday at Sligo, so might have something there as well as the uh, flat action returns when we start into the new national on season next week. Make sure you stick on the WhatsApp group, please, when you do. Um, thank you very much to Johnny for sharing his... his Here's what I'm not going to bet today. This morning. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, exactly. That's, yeah. that's normally the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I look forward to hearing what you're not gonna, which winners you're not going to back. Um, but thank you, as ever, for taking the time to chat to us and share your tips with us today. Thank you to Unibet for sponsoring the show. Their welcome offer is, offer is money back up to £40 if your first racing bet loses, plus a £10 casino bonus. That's for cu- new customers only. Uh, T's and C's do apply. Click on the link below uh, in the description to sign up for a new account. You've got the extra places in the 235, the 310, the 425, the 530, and the 605. Do check out Unibet for all your needs. Do subscribe to the Odds Checker YouTube channel where you can find the Odds Checker betting show going forward through 
into the summer. And as Johnny says, the flat is very much back. And it's always quite surprising how quickly Guinea's weekend turns around. But we, we're nearly there now. So, um, yeah, looking forward to, to chatting to you guys then. We'll speak soon. Enjoy the racing. And please do ensure you're gambling responsibly.